You're listening to On the Brink, a podcast that brings you up-and-coming country music artists. We especially prohibit the reproduction of any parts of the podcast without our written consent. Please send your request via onthebrinkpodcast.com, where you can also sign up for updates. Please also support our sister site, stonecoldcountry.net. We sincerely thank you for listening and congratulate you on your expanding music library. Wyatt, stoked to have you on again. How's everything coming along for you? You've been you've been kind of keeping real busy. You know, I was kind of following you on Twitter and social media. I saw you hooked up with Ken Mellons in Nashville and some other things happening. Fill us in. Yeah, yeah, we've been super busy. Um, been working with Bill Anderson a little bit. He just pitched me that new song that we put out, uh, Drink That Strong. We're very, very happy with that one. Oh my gosh, now how did that come? I mean, everyone wants to work with Bill Anderson. <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody. How did that, you know, come your way? Give us the backstory to that. Well, uh, my producer, Jim Best, kind of put me on with that one. Um, we're working on a new album that I get to put out here very, very soon, and I'm super excited about that. But he sent another song of Bill's that I'd cut to him, and he uh, he just fell in love with it. and wanted to pitch me this song so I just took it and ran with it oh you did such a good job we were just listening to it um before we joined you on the call the song is just stone cold country (laughs) it is just really you know that old school style that we love so much and um it's just now is this a song that was already out there and you're you're kind of recutting it or is this a brand spanking new song no, no, this one's brand new. From my understanding, he had wrote this probably a few months before before it got to be. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. And you got first dibs at it. Well, you know, um, there's a, a lot of music coming out now that's kind of pivoting more. Right, wouldn't you say, Anna Marie? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's, you know, traditional country, but, you know, kind of traditional leaning. There's a lot of music out there now. Now, this song is just stone cold country. It's just, you know, honky tonk, you know, traditional country all the way, <laughs> which is, and you sound so good. You Now, you stretched yourself a little bit on this song because you, you were hitting some high notes on there in the chorus. I said, holy, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it sounds really, it, it sounds like, you know, you really kind of, um, you know, uh, try to push your vocals, you know, even more. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I try to extend my range as much as I can. Yeah, it sounds like you absolutely were able to do that. So um, we definitely want to have you on when the album comes out, but can you kind of, you know, give us some information on the album, like obviously who you're working with and what studio, you know, you're cutting it at and, you know, and how far away are you from actually releasing the whole thing? Or are you going to kind of just release a couple singles first and then, because everyone uh, tends to be doing that now, they just like release a couple of singles and then they actually release the album. But yeah, tell us, you know, who you're working with, you know, what studio, um, you know, any song titles that you want to throw out there and, and when you think it might be out. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be out in about two months. Um, we're going to drop another video on May 1st for a song we did called 90 Proof. 90 Proof. Oh, wow. And that song is... Uh, well, a co-write with who, or who wrote the song? 
the writer's name is Mike Combs. Um, he's out of Nashville too. Um, one of my old producers actually sent it to me and she'd pitched it to me a long, long time ago. And I was just going back through stuff that she'd pitched me and found it. And Jim fell in love with it just like I did. So, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. 90 proof. That sounds, I, I love the title already. <laughs> that's probably a darn good song. Oh, that sounds good. So, um, where, who are you working with and what studio are you recording out of? And how many, um, how many songs are you going to have on this album? Uh, we'll have 12 songs on there. Uh, we've been recorded over at Hilltop Studios. Oh, and we've right. got a, a duet coming up, but I can't elaborate on it too much okay. just yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, no no problem there. No problem there. So you're um, recording at a Hilltop in Nashville? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, what did you re record your um, your first album out of there, too? Uh, we did that a little bit everywhere. We were at Ocean Way Studios a little bit. Uh, we done some at Blackbird and then Starstruck Studios. At Starstruck Studios. Okay, that sounds great. Well, um, how about the songs on this upcoming album? Are there, um, you know, White Massingale uh, originals on the album, too? Or is it uh, mostly, you know, some great songs that you were able to hear and pick from other people? Well, we've got a couple covers on there and a couple originals, too. And I think everybody would be really happy with it. I think we're going to do that first album justice. <laughs> <laughs> that first album was a, a smoker. And, you know, those when you have a real good album like that, it's so hard to follow up, you know. <laughs> but right. you did take a little while, though, so that's good. That, you know, and I, I kept thinking about that. I said, oh, White's probably just trying to get the very best songs that he can write and, and you know, and record, <laughs> you know, before he puts out that next album. Yeah, I've, I've tried to be as picky as I could be without taking too long. I wanted to make sure we really done right by this one. And I think we done really good with It'll Die With You. I was really, really proud of that one when we put it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good song. Um, but, you know, your uh, your last album, I mean, that one had like Jones on the, uh, no Jones on the jukebox, right? It had all those awesome songs. Is that correct? On yeah, your last yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I that the with, title? I think no Jones on the jukebox is going to follow me to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of hard to come up with an iconic song like that, you know, on your first album, really, you know, so that's awesome. Um, so are there going to be any surprises? Why, like when I, there are just a, a very, um, how can I say this? Being nice. <laughs> There's just a very <laughs> short list of, uh, of people, Wyatt, that uh, Anna Marie have. That we know when we see that name, it's going to be, you know, that traditional, you know, honky-tonk type of country music that we like. So very short list of people, you know. Not to say we, we like all kinds of music, but, you know, that is our, like, most favorite, you know. It just is. So you're one of those people where I, I see your name, I go, oh, this is going to be, you know, just stone-cold country. So are you continuing, you know, in that same path? And, you know, putting out an album of 12 songs that are absolutely, you know, honky-tonk country music, or have you decided to experiment a little bit? Um, it, it's pretty much to its root still. Um, we've got some things that might push it just a tad, but 
you'll still listen to it and know it's it's old school country. Oh, okay, okay. Do you want to give any more insights to uh, the the pushing the boundaries? <laughs> I you have on elaborate that? too much, but <laughs> <laughs> like, would you say it's um, leaning towards what, um, like you know, Cody Johnson or? you know, leaning some other way. I mean, I just, I'm just kind of curious. We've got a couple songs that kind of lean maybe towards the Brooks and Dunn style. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, bit, a little heavier on some of its picking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All but right. But overall, we tried to keep our sad barroom sound. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back sad to country music. Well, we're going to spin this song now so all the fine folks can hear it. Um, like I said, we, we heard it and it's just absolutely a killer song. Well, I ain't gonna waste my money putting gasoline in my car, no. downtown bar I could dance with someone new but I'd just be wasting time cause at the end of the night she'd still be on my mind Nothing in the world is right when someone does you wrong I'd run away this heartache but there ain't Box lied to me when it played together again. The last thing I want to hear right now is forever and ever. Amen. It's more like I can't stop loving you. And there's a tear in my beard, and she's right if she thinks I still care. Someone does you wrong I'd run away This heartache But there ain't a road that long Oh, I'd empty Every bottle And every honky-tonk But her memory Would still be hanging on Cause they It's a brand spanking new song, which is just amazing to me. It still has that just awesome honky tonk sound to it. And we just think that the folks are really going to love it. Um, now, what made you record this song? I mean, what, what made you say, oh, gosh, you know, I really have to record this song? Because I'm sure you sat through a lot of different songs. Why, when you were trying to, you know, 
kind of come up with the 12 songs uh, for this album. So what about this song really stood out for you? I mean, I, I really love the song right out of the gate, but I think my excitement with Bill <laughs> pitching me a song took over a lot too. And yeah. getting to work with him, I think that definitely, definitely jumped in there fast. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Have a name like that on your, you know, on your album. Absolutely. I mean, one of the greats, one of the living legends, you know, Grand Ole Opry star. And from all I understand, um, people that know him, um, that I happen to know, they say he's just such a super human being, you know, such a nice person. So awesome. What I like about this song, um, I, you know, I like, you know, that it has that classic style to it, you know, um, just the, like the title immediately like jumped out, you know, drink that strong is like, okay. And then when I heard it, cause I didn't know, see when I, when I saw the title, why I wasn't sure I was like, well, is this going to be like one of those, you know, tear jerking type ballads, you know, you know, crying in your beer and you're wanting to die, or is it going to like take, you know, a, a different turn and it did take a different turn. It's real up tempo. I mean, it, it is, you know, kind of like, well, you know, <laughs> you're, you're sad and heartbroken, but, and you know that you're not going to get over the person, but at least it's kind of, um, it has that, I don't know, that Texas two-step quality to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, we've tried to stick with that through our whole album, really. We've tried to incorporate a good mix of up-tempo stuff and, and keep our really dragging, slow, sad stuff, too. Yeah. Well, you know, um, when you're out performing, you know, at the Honky Tonks and everything, you have to have, like, the majority of your songs have to be kind of those that people can get up and, you know, two-step to, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it has to be like that. And then you have, you know, your tearjerkers as well. We love the song. <laughs> We're so happy to, to hear it and that you're still kind of keeping that fresh sound. Appreciate you guys having me too. Oh, um, we, we love your music, Wyatt. <laughs> now, if everything works out, I believe we're going for the end of May to put it out, possibly the beginning of June. Think, do you have a title for the album yet or not yet? I'm not sure we're going to have a title for it the more we've got into it. So it'll be just called like Wyatt Massendale or something? Pretty much, just because it's my first full album. Yeah, because the other one was more like an EP, I think. Just the oh, fact that it's my first album and not try to single anything out. Yeah, exactly. You can like do White Massengill one or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that sounds cool. Anna Marie, isn't that an awesome song? It is an absolutely awesome song. Oh my gosh. So here we get a hand clap for White. <laughs> that is fantastic, White. So all right. So hey, we're gonna really keep our ears and eyes peeled, you know, for this album that's coming out. But um this song is just absolutely amazingly good and we're gonna play it um next monday on our show i don't know we might end up playing it on every show until your album comes out because <laughs> we like it so much you know we have a tendency of doing that <laughs> we really like it <laughs> so um definitely just keep your eyes peeled for the end of may all right and you said there might be a video coming out soon may 1st all right all right and the video will be for this song or another song on the album actually we already put the video out for this song uh the video on may 1st will be for 90 proof all right all right so the second single that will be released 
will be 90 proof. This is the lead single that just, you know, you just released it. And this is a drink that strong. And there's already a video for a drink that strong. So we're gonna, you know, look that up as well. Well, hey, Wyatt, it's always a blast to have you on. Really super excited and stoked for you. Can't wait to hear the full album. And, you know, we'll connect again. Well, I appreciate y'all having me. All right, so yeah, we'll be playing the heck out of this song. And just, you know, uh, let us know when the album comes out. Hey, our whole thing is to, um, you know, bring more awareness to traditional, you know, types of country music. Because, uh, you know, we just don't want it to be forgotten, you know. I mean, that that's right. the whole thing, Wyatt. Um, and there's, you know, it seems like a lot of the music that's coming out now, you know, isn't really... Um, there, there are some people putting out traditional-leaning country music, but um, like, hey, Alan Jackson's last album, oh my gosh. Don't you love that album? Have you heard it? Where have you gone? Uh, I think the only one I've heard is the older I get. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, where have you gone? You should listen to the entire album. It's uh, absolutely, you know, traditional country. Sounds so good. Um, I think it's probably a little more traditional than even um, here in the real world, which was his first album. Um, it just has a, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're kind of sad and drinking, I don't, you might want to stay away. <laughs> it might depress you even more. Yeah, it's kind of, it has a, a lot of slower song. The album is just absolutely awesome. It really is. It's, you know, stone cold country. That's, that's what worried me to death about mine. I've cut so much slow stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like you have to temper that, you know. It's good to have, you know, I'm, we are absolutely about bring sad back to country music. Absolutely. But, you know, when it's an entire album and then, you know, you have to think that when you go out to do your sets, you know, to do live shows, you're going to play all those songs. And so people want to get up and, you know, they want to cut the rug a little bit. And so it's good to have some of those up-tempo songs too. But yeah, you, you're doing a great job. I think, you know, even with your EP, I think you had, you know, some, uh, like what I would say, good diversity in music there, you know, absolutely. So I don't, yeah, yeah, I, I would not worry about it. And I know you do covers um, when you play live too. So, you know, you can kind of, you know, maybe, you know, make it, um, you know, more up-tempo with the covers that you, you know, choose to do um, when you're doing live shows, you know? So do you have any right. shows lined up soon? Um, yes, May 14th. We were playing in a little theater down here, not too far from where we live. And then uh, June 23rd, I'm at the Nashville Palace for the Keith Whitley Tribute. All right, that's fantastic. Oh, that should be a blast. I'm sure probably Ken Mellons and a bunch of people are gonna be out there. Yeah, he was there last year. Um, I know, my producer's hoping that Bill will ask me to guest appear on the Opry to promote this song, but... Well, you never else. know. You <laughs> never know. It can happen, absolutely, you know. That would be great. That would be like a dream come true. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want to sing on the Opry. Are you kidding? <laughs> Have you ever heard on uh, Red Georgia Clay? No. No, I haven't. Who sings that? I know John Anderson and Gary Stewart both had cuts on it, but it wasn't anything really major we've we've done that on our album we've done it and uh put our own twist to it it's probably my favorite one off the whole album red georgia clay i now i'm gonna have to look that well you're gonna are you gonna send me a link is that I on there? okay awesome yeah, I, 
Awesome. Definitely give it a spin uh, for myself. It sounds great. And Gary Stewart, he's one of my all-time favorites as well. So it has to be a good song. <laughs> you know? Well, definitely let me know what you think about it when you uh, get a chance to listen to it. Oh, yeah, I definitely will. So you're saying it was one of those songs that was like kind of an album cut, but never really did anything? Or was it released as a single? No, it was, it was just a B-side song, really. Um, and then we, the Bill Anderson one that he actually got my, uh, I actually got his attention with was when a man can't get a woman off his mind. Oh, that's a great song. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. That's absolutely. Yeah. Great song. Mm-hmm. He, wow. he called Jim like, who have you got singing that? And Jim's like, oh, it's this new guy I've been working with and told him about it or whatever. And he's like, that's the best cut I've ever had on that song. I, I want to pitch him something. <laughs> wow. Wyatt, that is high praise. Good. How does that make you feel? I mean, seriously. Oh, good, for sure. I mean, it's just uh, good to know I'm playing my part anyways. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You're one of the torchbearers, you know, absolutely. That's why we had you on the new traditionalist, you know, because that's that whole series, that's what that was about, just bringing attention to people, you know, that are like under 30 that are still, you know, really kind of ho- holding the torch high because – you know, a lot of times if you just listen to mainstream radio um, and you like this kind of music, you'll get kind of, you know, sad, <laughs> you know, and you you wonder, you know, if there's a place for you. You know what I mean? Because it's changed so yeah. much, you know. You question it a lot for sure, but everybody's mm-hmm. responding to it well enough and keeping up with me enough that... There might be a place for me somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah. No, there is for traditional country music. I still, I don't care what anyone says. I've had this conversation with like almost everyone that I've ever talked to, but I truly believe that it will come back. I truly believe that we're going to have a renaissance when it comes to traditional country music, and it's going to be just like the 90s again. The 90s, like when you look at the Billboard charts, you have like, you know, Joe Diffie. Keith Whitley was, was gone, but his music was still charting, you know? So you had like, you know, Joe Diffie, you had, you know, Keith Whitley, you had um, Alan Jackson, Mark Chestnut, you had Vern Gosden. I mean, you had all these incredible, like, you know, traditionalists, you know, charting even, you know, in the number one spot, you know? And back then people laugh at me. <laughs> But, you know, uh, Garth Brooks was still pretty much traditional country <laughs> back oh, then. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to his first first two albums, he wasn't doing all that stuff that he's doing right now. It was, you know, really kind of that um, country and Western. You know, it sounded more like, you know, what you would hear from George Strait. You know what I mean? Cody Johnson is certainly helping us turn the tide a little bit anyways. Yeah, yeah. And I you know, he's yeah. In terms of mainstream country music that's being played on the radio, that's you know, uh he's getting some attention now on some of the award shows. He's like the closest that we have to like, you know, traditional country. He is. And you know he's not shy about that either, you know? Like he'll say, um, you know, and I don't want to say any names of course, uh, but he'll say, hey, XYZ is a is you know, a, a good artist has a good voice, but that's not, you know, country music. <laughs> he's not, he, he'll, yes, he, he's very vocal about it. You know, without being mean or anything, it's just a matter of fact, you know, it, it really isn't. But um, what I've come to the realization, though, um, why is that 
they are segmenting now uh, country music. So now um, they say, okay, this is traditional country and this is, you know, contemporary country or mainstream country. So they're making that distinction now where we know that the stuff we listen to is country music. <laughs> You know, you know, the other stuff is other stuff, but because that's what the radio stations are playing now. Now they're considering that like what, you know, uh, real country sounds like now. You know, this is what it sounds like now. My age have really been shocked when they hear what I do because they're like, we've, we've never even heard anything like that. And it's like, how? I mean, I'm just redoing something that's already been done. And they're like, well, we hate country music, but we love this kind of music. <laughs> Look at that. When they hear you. Yeah. You see, that's what I'm trying to say. There are a lot of generations, you know, uh, get, you know, kind of coming up right now that they don't really know what, you know, real country music sounds like. You know, they really yeah. don't because of everything you hear on the radio, you know, is just like this other stuff. And again, why, you know, I'm not like a, a you know, a basher and trasher. I really am not. I just, you know, I know what I love. You know what I mean? And and this yeah. is it. There are other people, they do, you know, great things and what they're doing, but it's just not my preference. That's all, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I wish that, um, country radio uh, would be kind of more um, receptive to, you know, more traditional types of country music, you know, where it doesn't have to be just all one thing that sounds the same. Why, why can't they have like, you know, uh, more traditional leaning country music? Why I don't see why they can't. I mean, you know, what's, you know, what's the big deal? Why can't they play a wide variety of country music, you know? Oh, you know what I mean? I don't see anything wrong with that. And I mean, I can't lie. My playlist skips from Morgan Wallen to George Jones, like all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same, same here, you know? Um, and that's the whole thing. I mean, I just don't see why, why they can't do that. You know, I listen you know, to Cody Johnson I and mean, there's just so much good music, um, really out there. Um, but you know, that, that's what we try to do. Just kind of let people know, Hey, you know, there are, you know, people out there that are still putting out, you know, stone cold country music. You don't just have to listen to stuff from like the fifties or, you know, seventies or whatever. There's also this awesome music that is still around and you know, people, you know, within your peer group, you know, that are putting it out there. Speaking of peer group, how old are you now, Wyatt? Cause when I, I think when I spoke to you, you were like maybe 19, I think. I think I just turned 21 on the 10th. Oh, well, <laughs> well, Anna Marie joins you. She just turned 21 too. <laughs> so there's a whole generation that's, you know, listening to traditional country music and that just, you know, makes me really happy. Well, Hey, I'll let you go. Um, I'm going to listen to the entire album that you sent over. We are going to play the bejesus out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Have a super weekend. You too. Bye. 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 On the Brink 2022.